Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. On today's wrestling news, we've got a new WWE release. Zelina Vega returns, but with who? A huge re-signing for AEW. And we've got an update on one uncooperative party within the AEW investigation that we're all talking about, still talking about, sometime later. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Salty Sea Dog, obviously. Uh, yeah. to talk about, oh, and Gareth, and Gareth's here too. Yes, Gareth Sea Dog. We'll talk about all things wrestling news, but before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of each of today's stories, subscribe to the channel, and links to each story are in the description, so click them and off you go. Uh, but first up, WWE, uh, a big release again. Uh, so obviously they have currently like just been reshuffling all of the commentary teams across all of their brands and things mm -hmm. for the, uh, the season premieres of this show that never ends. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so the reshuffle their commentary teams, and one of the big names missing from all of that was obviously Nigel McGuinness. Uh, well, PW Insider have confirmed that Nigel McGuinness was let go earlier this week, unfortunately. Uh, now, he's 46 years old at the minute. He joined WWE back in 2016 uh, and has mostly, obviously, been doing stuff on NXT and NXT UK. He's also done some 205 Live and some main event shows as well. Um, and it's sad news this i really like mm -hmm. nigel mcginnis's work i think he's been an absolutely great commentator for wwe mm -hmm. he had like kind of a sad start for wwe as well like uh back in the day back in 26 2006 sorry um he was going to get a wwe contract but like as part of that he revealed that he had a prior bicep surgery uh bicep injury that required surgery according to wwe's doctors so they wouldn't sign him because of that he couldn't afford the surgery himself either and so wwe pulled out of the deal um which is Pretty crappy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he went on to have a, a great run in Ring of Honor and Impact as well. Uh, having incredible matches in Ring of Honor. If you go back and look at some of the older stuff, a match with uh, Brian Danielson in particular stands out as something just absolutely brilliant. Um, and then he debuted uh, in January 2017 with WWE as a commentator at that big UK tournament thing that they did uh, alongside Michael Cole, who incidentally was the one who recommended him to WWE, which is an interesting little tidbit mm. as well. Um, but yeah, I really like Mike Nigel McGuinness's work in WWE. I think he's been a really good commentator for them in NXT and NXT UK, and I'm kind of sad to see him go. Yeah, this is another one of those uh, those kind of releases that 
it just just I don't know, just hits not hits differently. It hits differently in a bad way because it's if you look at when he was in NXT, I absolutely loved that kind of era when I think it was him and Maro Ronaldo, I wanna say, together. And I think it was just yeah. that 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 for me that was peak NXT commentary in my mind. So I, I thought he was outstanding. Like you said, his actual in ring work speaks for itself as well. Like he was he's like his his peers hold him in such high regard. And there's no doubt he'll go on to something else and probably pop up somewhere else down the road, maybe on the commentary desk and just excel again but it's just sad you don't want to see anybody getting released and like in, in this shuffle this this season premiere landscape that we've got right now with WWE a lot of people uh, including Jimmy Smith as well have also been let go uh, in this crazy shuffle that's seen Wade Barrett go to SmackDown and Kathy Kelly come back all these people there's been a few casualties and it is what it is but one of the probably the the biggest benefactors right now this whole new premiere of the show that never ends it's still very hard to explain to people who don't watch wrestling why there's a premiere I tried doing it this morning it's very hard uh, but one of the big people that's gonna like get a bit from it going forward is Zelina Vega because she's back she's on Smackdown and it was she's not a queen <laughs> anymore she just dropped that because I think Triple H very quickly realized it's a bit silly and um he well she popped up in the midst of Legado del Fantasma's debut so another big bombshell there because they attacked Hit Row they've got a bit of history uh, with Hit Row when it comes to NXT and when Swerve was a part of all that they had a, a big old like gang warfare thing and that all happened on the black and gold show when it was black and gold the first time very complex so now, modern day, Zelina's there. It looks like she's gonna be potentially one of the like the main manager people within Legado. Before that, you obviously had Electra Lopez, who was in NXT acting in a similar role. But like, it was it was strange. It was it, it, you didn't really have just one uh, mouthpiece, let's say, for this this faction because Santos Escobar himself obviously can, can he knows his way around a microphone. So it was just kind of a, a pass the mic scenario, very similar to what you've got with like Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. They just kind of whoever feels like talking that week, they did it. But but uh, it's not really sure at this point if Vega's going to be wrestling. Like, uh, just, again, back in the ring doing the thing. She was, uh, I think the last time we saw her, she was... She was teaming with Carmella. I remember that. She was teaming with Carmella, got yep. to WrestleMania, lost the belts, the tag belts to Naomi and Sasha Banks. And then after that, I think she turned on Carmella and we've not seen her since that. So in a time away, she's lost a crown because it happens, you know, misplaced our crown it sometimes. Does. And it's not the first time that she's been the manager of someone within NXT or the main roster either because she famously managed Andrade when he was in NXT and then when he came to the main roster, she managed him, Angel Garza and Austin Theory. That feels like it went down in some kind of alternative reality because it was that long ago and so strange but Vega yeah. she's back yeah uh, I really like this um, I think the tag team with uh, was not going anywhere obviously and never really mm -mm. ended mm -mm. that story they kind of just it just fizzled out and they kind of gave up on it um, yeah but if you think back about like like you mentioned when she first came on with like Andrade and Angel Garza and that little stable that they had going like at the beginning of that there was there was something yeah. there. There was definitely something there. Definitely. Uh, and uh, there was a lot that they could have built on that if they didn't just make them lose every single week and look like idiots and then do that weird infighting story that they had. And yeah, yeah. It, it went really weird, that story. Mm. Uh, so there's definitely something there mm. in that kind of a position. She's a great mouthpiece for these kind of uh, things as well. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's a good fit, I think. Uh, so hopefully, looking forward to big things with these on the main master. We'll have to wait and see. But it looks like it's good, good stuff mm -hmm. for now. Uh, but shuffling over to yeah, AW. Yeah, it's new. We like new. Oh, we do. We do indeed. Uh, but shuffling Sorry. over to AW. Sorry. And <laughs> speaking of new, that's not new. Uh, they have re-signed John Moxley uh, to a five-year contract extension. 
I don't think there's any surprise here. Why the hell wouldn't you resign John Moxley to as big a contract as you can possibly get? Um, so he, uh, they released a press, a press release about this, um, but it's, there's also some other little bits of details that are in there as well. So it says uh, that his responsibilities will be expanding to include both mentoring and coaching of uh, talent, which is an interesting thing. And mm. um, also a no-brainer if you can get John Moxley into that kind of a position of teaching the younger guys in AEW. Mm. Um, I think that's just... It just makes sense. Of course you want that. He's the absolute mm -hmm. top guy at the minute. He's on the best run of his career. Why wouldn't you want him passing down his knowledge to other people? Uh, but the other interesting note is that it says he will work exclusively for AEW and its international partners, which obviously Ooh. includes New Japan Pro Wrestling, but leaves a bit of a grey area for GCW in America. Um, although he is currently their yeah. champion. <laughs> so they've got to figure that one out somehow. Um, and it's kind of up in the air as to what's going to happen, but obviously he's been doing quite a lot for GCW, uh, wrestling some big uh, yeah. matches for them down there, bringing a lot of eyeballs on that product. So we'll have to wait and see what the deal is going forward on that. But I can't imagine he'd just want to completely give up on that as well. So there's got to be something in there. No. Um, but yeah, five years more for John Moxley in AEW. Great move by Tony Khan. <laughs> Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Without a doubt, um, he's the heart and soul of AEW. There's not much more to say about it than that, in all honesty. And I think when you look at, like you said, when you look at Mox and the way that he's um, he's quite loyal. If someone looks after him, I think GCW have looked after him when he's been on the road and these like different house shows that he's been on. And he won't just want to cut those ties, I don't think. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's just going to go, yeah, thanks for everything, bye, see you later. He's, I don't think he'll do that. So there'll be, I feel like there'll be some kind of little clause within that contract of, oh yeah, accept GCW because we like them. Like something like that, I don't know. But great, great move for Mox as well, staying there for five years. I don't think it was ever really in any doubt. I don't think nope. anybody really <laughs> thought he'd go to back to WWE or anything like that. He's, he's 
I don't want to say he's burnt his bridges, but he doesn't look like he wants to go back anytime soon. I think he's on good terms with a lot of the people who are still there, but yeah. the guy who's currently running things, he's not had a lot of lovely things to say about in the past. Let's just say that. So, good for <laughs> Mox. Hope he's getting paid all the money because he deserves it. He has dragged this company through some hellacious periods recently. And speaking of which, let's talk about <laughs> one now. Why not? Because... Um, Obviously, we've had that big old investigation that's happened in the wake of All Out when CM Punk just set fire to the company, really. And uh, the big brawl happened backstage and loads of other things happened. And this invest in th this sorry, this investigation is still, still ongoing. And we've, we've got an update on it because Dave Meltzer, during his Wrestling Observer, his recent uh, edition of the Wrestling Observer, offered, offered this, really. He said that one person has threatened legal action and been uncooperative. So that's that's been... Another reason why things are just taking so long because somebody's threatening legal action and just not wanting to play ball. It's not specified here who that person is, so I'm not going to try and speculate on that. Uh, but obviously, this legal action could stem from the actual all-out incident itself backstage, that had the, the brawl and everything else. Um, we all know what happened there now. It's been it's been heavily documented what happened, um, but no one's technically been let go from the company yet. No one's been fully released or anything like that so everyone including people who've reportedly bitten other people have not been let go talking about ua steel um all the all the parties were obviously suspended there's no news on when they're going to be like let back into the company or let back onto television or anything like that uh, but the staff members who entered or like were involved in the altercation that like didn't well they tried to break up the fight not actually f physically involved like throwing punches or anything like that they've had their suspensions lifted recently so we know that but when it comes to the likes of the elite cm punk a steel there's still a lot of uh, well a lack of clarity let's say when it comes to the situation as a whole but somebody is being uncooperative and that is holding things up indeed this is the thing that seemingly will never end <laughs> it makes sense it's a company that's mm -hmm. having an ongoing investigation they're not going to be able to like release anyone or bring anyone back to tv until that's finished mm -hmm. and if it's the legal stuff that's holding that up who the hell knows how long that's going to be they're in a weird mm -hmm. position as well like the the like you've mentioned the guys that uh sort of got involved to maybe try and break it up or whatever it was that then got mm -hmm. suspended have also come back but then you put them in a weird position Strange. for this kind of thing going forwards because like for example like a Christopher Daniels he was like put one of those people if he then sees the like Sammy Guevara Andrade fight do they then yeah. get involved in that knowing that they might get suspended themselves yeah. so it's like, it's one precedent <laughs> there's a fire going on over there but... <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, not going to touch gonna it because if I do I'm going to get, get kicked out <laughs> Exactly, uh, do you know what I mean? It's crazy. So they need to clear this up ASAP and start rebuilding that morale backstage. Uh, but yeah, as long as these legal actions are going, AEW's hands are kind of tied with this. They just have to wait and see. Uh, but we will keep you informed as to any updates on this, obviously. Uh, but to finish on your uh, Twitter questions for the day, the first one, uh, sticking with AEW, comes from John Harrison. Uh, he asks, is Jamie Hayter going to be the one to beat Jade Cargill? She's over as hell and would look great with a belt. Uh, who do you think it's going to be? If not Hayter, then who, I think, is the real question because we have not really built anybody up is... to... Which obviously happened last night and yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> but eventually, mm. down the line, I think you could still do Will and Willow Nightingale. It'd be very good fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think Willow would be good. Um, but... Yeah, if not Hater, then I'm, I'm not really sure who else stands out immediately. They might build somebody up, but for me, Hater, in my opinion, Hater's the place to go. Yeah, I personally like the idea of just 
chucking haters straight into the main AW Women's Championship because I just think she's well. that good and she's proved herself over the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the, especially if she's still kind of with Britt Baker at that time and she has the championship mm. and Baker doesn't, I think the story there could be very, very interesting of Britt just being mm -hmm. incredibly jealous of Jamie Hayter at that moment. Um, so yeah, whichever way it is, basically Jamie Hayter needs something. She's absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, the next question comes from uh, Chef Nacho Libra, who says, what's your favorite wrestling book? I thought you said something else then because the video <laughs> slightly cut out, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, it's a Saturday morning. Hello, everybody. So um, my favorite one would be, I've not read loads, I'll be honest, but I've read a couple. And the one that really stands out to me was Jericho's No is a four letter word, I think it is. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I remember reading it, I think, when I first came to work at What Culture full-time. Uh, that was something I was reading like on my train journey, so it's very nostalgic to me every time I go into the office. But I, I, I got a lot from that book. A lot, a lot of life lessons were taught by the champion. What about you, Phil? Uh, it's pretty obvious. If anyone knows anything about me, it's Have a Nice Day by McFully, of course. <laughs> Why of course. wouldn't it be? I have a signed copy of it just up there. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's it. It's obvious. It's the best wrestling book. And if anyone says anything else, they're an idiot. Uh, but you know what else is a really good wrestling book? By our very own Michael Sidrick, <laughs> the rise of AEW, um, the the best book out there about AEW, and you can get it mm. on Amazon right now. Go check it out because it's really good. And stay like, stay tuned for the fall of AEW as well, which is surely going to be coming <laughs> soon. That's. <laughs> That would, that would break his heart to have to write that one. Uh, the final question of the day comes from Hector Garcia III, who says, uh, assuming Bray Wyatt uh, is the White Rabbit and appears at Extreme Bulls, at what point in the card would you book his debut? Would it be during a match to set up his first feud or in a solo segment or other? During the Easter egg hunt, no. Um, I think we should do it within the fight pit. Why not drag Matt Riddle down to hell at some point because it was looking a, a bit swamp. too legitimate, the fight pit. <laughs> yes! Oh, swamp pit. Oh, you've pit. done it, Phil. Okay, yeah. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, not, doesn't, he ain't going to book anything better than that. I'm in. Swamp pit, let's do it. Uh, I'm not sure about this one because it's it, it could show up in a lot of different places obviously there's links to the um drew mcintyre carrying cross stuff the links to alexa bliss mm. and she's going to be hanging around with the ladder match kind of stuff she's kind of involved in that um mm. so there's a couple of places there but i think it's big enough and like has enough anticipation and has been built enough to just warrant its own segment like whatever it is to yeah. just have some kind of big build up to a reveal of like a five or ten minute segment or something that's specifically just for him mm. um and maybe answers a few questions about what exactly the character is gonna be but not enough mm -hmm. to stop you wanting to watch Warren Smackdown to find out like what his first feud is gonna be like I don't think you need to debut him with his first feud right away because I think mm. the intrigue is way high enough to keep people watching to, just to see what he's gonna do <laughs> yeah I fully agree um I think it's I'd like to see them do something maybe with Drew McIntyre um maybe they can find a way to rejuvenate his character because everybody if it is the fiend everybody the fiend touches changes that could be like a big thing but if not i don't know like you said a segment just to itself just for more intrigue would be cool as well indeed uh, but that is it thank you very much for joining us that has been the news if you want you can follow us over on twitter you can follow me at film my chambers and you can follow gara at gmorgan04
and you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, including where you think The Fiend is going to debut tonight at Extreme mm. Rules. Uh, very exciting. Um, watch out for AW and uh, SmackDown ups and downs, which will be coming later on today. Make sure you give them a watch, but most mm -hmm. importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day.